Hello, welcome back to King's Podcast. My name is Esther Lucky and I'm your host for The Wellness Drive. Today we are joined by Dr. Farooq Khan and we'll be talking about matters weight loss. Now, there comes a time in our lives when we decide we want to lose weight, but then for some reason, we can't seem to lose. We diet, we exercise, and do a whole lot of things. So Dr. Farooq is here to tell us why. Well, thanks, Esther. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm Farooq Khan. I'm one of the um, hepatologists and and bariatric physician here at King's College Hospital. It's very kind of you to to ask me to have a discussion on this, which I, I, I do believe it's really a very pertinent topic. Yeah, it is actually. Uh, so many people struggle with it. They don't understand yeah. so many things about weight loss. Um, if I'm allowed to say, I think even physicians don't and doctors don't understand so many things about <laughs> this. And we at times uh, blame our patients a little bit far too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is down to poor understanding of health professionals about not just the weight gain, but also the weight loss. And that's something which I think I see in my clinics time and time again. I mean, let me explain you this. How how does hunger, how does appetite works in our cells? There are two mechanisms. One, the brain controls this. So there is a hemodynamic um, circulation and they, they really brain controls the energy that we have in our fat tissues, mm-hmm. in the body organs, and the stomach and brain, they're vetted to each other. They talk to each other throughout 24 hours when I'm empty, when I need to produce more hormones, um, when I'm hungry, when all of a sudden McDonald's become more attractive than even your boyfriend or a girlfriend. Or that, maybe I'll turn at the supermarket. Yes, yes, of course. And that's all driven by this. And the second very, very important factor is the hedonic drivers that you and I have. Now, hand on the heart, how many of us only eat when we're hungry? Um, I do. No, we actually eat even when we're not hungry. Really? Yeah, and that's down to hedonic cues, the social factors. We go out with friends, we might have had anything to eat, but we would still, we feel socially pushed to have something to eat. And when not most of the times, we actually are hungry. Okay. Um, do you know how much calories does a small spoon of sugar have? Yep. It's, it, it's, it's well over 20 calories just in a small spoon. Okay. So if you have just a couple of teas a day, you've really gone into extra about 50 calories. Multiply over week, multiply over month, multiply over year. And this it's very small things. They combine and really put that excess weight on our body. So that's all down to diet. And I think the second most important factor is genetics. Uh-huh. And I say this to my patients time and time again. And this is what I think health professionals particularly need to understand. It isn't all patients and people's fault that they have put on weight. And it is certainly not entirely their fault that they're not losing it either. Mm-hmm. And that's really what, what, what we, need, we need to understand. Mm-hmm. Now, doctor, uh, this statement is very popular in the fitness communities. Uh, weight loss comes down to calories in versus calories out. How true is that statement? Let me explain you this. If, I, if you allow me, let's go back two million years ago. 
Let's talk about Homo sapiens. Well, you and I evolved certainly from their genes. The evolution dictated that people who have ability to sustain, consume, and conserve energy better would survive. The rest will fade away. And that evolution of genes has taught us that any of us have stronger drivers, we would be surviving, really. And the second thing, because of these genes, in the current day and age, if I were to ask you to diet or not starve, what do you think would happen? You would lose weight for the first week or two weeks, three weeks. And I see this time and time again, that you come to a plateau where you don't lose any more. We did, in fact, a study back home in the UK. We, 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 we said, right, let's see if we can just help people lose weight through diet, exercise and lifestyle. Uh-huh. Sadly, that was the weakest. We, we realized pretty much earlier into the study that that didn't really work on its own. Oh, really? Well, yes, because it's the genetics that decides. The whole body, me- as soon as the brain learns that we are losing weight, the calories are going down, it kind of goes into a lockdown mode. The The, the calorie intake is, is fine, you can reduce it, but the calorie output, the consumption goes down, the basal metabolic rate goes down, and body tries to conserve going back into the homo sapiens mode, that okay, I've eaten now, I may not eat for another week's months, so let's just conserve energy. And this is why when patients come to clinics and tell us, Doc, I can't seem to lose weight, most of us don't believe them. So it's all down to genetics. It's pretty much, I'm not saying that the eating habits, the the marketing, the food, it's not has a role to play in, but certainly the part of the world you and I live in and and subcontinents in particular, there's a very, very strong genetic component, really. To, to and, and sadly, not only that these patients of mine, they put on weight far easily, they actually lose it really, really with great difficulty. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So calories, you're absolutely right. Less of the calories, the better it is. Yes, of course. And, but there has to be something on top. We just cannot rely on lose or low calorie intake, hoping that the day will come eventually. So basically, low calorie intake does not guarantee weight loss. No, it, it, it may not. It, it may help you to get there, but on its own, by no means studies haven't proven that to be the only thing that will help you achieve it. So, so you're saying that uh, my guess is that uh, even if you lose weight by taking minimal calories, sustaining is difficult. Of course. We've, uh, we've proven that by research, that if you really want health benefits out of weight loss, it isn't about losing it. It's about how much do I need to lose or how long I need to lose and how do I sustain? And these are the three questions that I look for in my patients when we have a very open discussion as, as they walk in, because patients really deserve to know this. The better insight they have in this process, the far better outcomes would be. Okay, great, doctor. Uh, that said, uh, I'm sure you've had patients who've come to you who want to lose, let's say, between 10 kgs and 20 kgs for one reason or the other. Hmm. Mostly it's a medical issue. Hmm. 
And they ask you, how long is it going to take me to lose this 10 or 20 kgs? Hmm. I'm sure some people want to believe that there can be instant weight loss. We yes. have so many procedures yes. out there promising instant weight loss. Yes, yes. Uh, what do you have to say about that? Um, it's a very, um, very pertinent thought and, and very excellent question, really, because I think um, I get this almost three um, out of five patients who come to my clinic that how quickly can I lose weight and how if we do this procedure, can we do this tomorrow? And if we do this tomorrow on 10th day of the procedure, what will I be weighed? OK, I think there are two things. I still think that somehow... They had tried life and di- this that didn't work. Then they usually have contacted a healthcare professional who would have told them off that, you know, you're not losing weight, you've tried everything. And they come really to the point of frustration that I've tried, I can't lose weight, can you do anything? And I really mm-hmm. now want to get slim. Why? Because when he was trying on the week four, week five, week six, he got a platoon. So he realized that this isn't going to work. So do something that will work straight away, because otherwise I will put the weight back on. Yeah, plateaus are the worst. Indeed, indeed. And that, that the chain, the, the, the mentality that I need to break, you need to break, and people need to understand through this, that, look, it's not all your fault. And not everyone needs to lose 30 kilos. And again, this is where the insight comes. For example, if there's a medical reason and you want to lose weight for blood pressure only, then to be honest, the 5% of your total body weight would just be enough, really. And if you don't see the difference, you will certainly see the dose of your medications going down. If you have a fatty liver, but you know damage to the liver, then 10% is really just fine. On the other hand, if you have diabetes, you have cholesterol, you have fatty liver that's got some part, then yes, 15 to 20%. So if you're 100 kilos and you've collected those comorbidities over a period of time, then yes, your target weight should be around 15 to 20 kilos. And lastly, how quickly should I lose? Mm-hmm. To be honest, if one kg per week is very, very acceptable, if you lose any quicker than this, um, you may not come to harm, but you would certainly see that the body hemostatic functions, they would really evolve and they manage and rearrange themselves around you. So I think one, and you won't have hanging skin, so you lose weight on the one end, but you end up in another problem to try and get to sort out. So I, I always tell them, actually, if you're losing one to two kilos a week, that is just ideal. I've seen people lose more than three kilos a week i mean uh, if somebody is losing that much per week what's the worst that can happen so um look we, it really depends on individual itself if you have disease in the background for example liver for example diabetes for example any other then i would certainly not recommend you to go down three, four, five kilos a week because we haven't really given organs to work around. We haven't really given a um, body to understand that kind kind of process. And yes, um, whilst you may not come to organ damage, um, but we have seen problems related to very sudden 
and large amount of weight loss. So, uh, Doctor, yes, you've received patients. You've seen patients who want to lose weight. What do you recommend? I mean, we have a whole lot of diets out there. One meal a day, <laughs> keto, um, minimal carbs, you know, uh, somebody just going on protein and nothing else. Yeah. Uh, intermittent fasting. Yes. And in addition to that, there are medications that you yeah. can take. Yeah. There are prescription meds, injection meds, hmm. that promise to help you lose a whole lot of weight. True. So what works? What doesn't and what do you usually recommend to your patients? So the most important thing is assessment. And I cannot, cannot, and cannot emphasize more than this, that what is really, really important is the assessment. The insight that a physician needs into your health and actually you as a patient needs that insight into your health and what assessment tells us exactly how much do you need to lose you really do not need to go over and beyond to do things and um, not everyone needs a gastric balloon not everyone needs medications not everyone needs sleeve or bypass Therefore, the assessment remains the cornerstone. So I'd, I'd really always encourage people that if this is something you've come across is a problem, I think assessment is the first step because that will decide what, what are the needs, what are the targets, and how much you therefore need to lose. And coming back to what, what would you recommend, um, I think diet and lifestyle change has to, has to come in. Whilst we know that you cannot lose weight without them, but on its own, without any other adjunct, they are the weakest link. But again, if your assessment tells that you need to lose 20% of the body weight, then we clearly know that this isn't, this isn't going to work. And that's where I tell patients that you need something else because your need is greater. So the intervention that you and I are looking at would have to be greater. And that's uh, that's where the main difference is. Diet-wise, what's the evidence? What works? Intermittent fasting does. Mm -hmm. And even the intermittent fasting that we is, is five to the ratio of two. So out of the seven days in the week, if you if you do intermittent fasting for two days, um, I think that's a very reasonable start. And, and then when you do break your fast, and mm -hmm. try not to break it with any rich carbs or very rich. I mean, for instance, cake, croissants. Yes, yes, <laughs> cakes, high sugars. Yeah. And to try and try and uh, break it with very much like vitamins, fruits, and and that's really helpful. And um, rather than not eating anything for twelve hours and then all of a sudden find yourself in the middle of McDonald's, mm -hmm. that's really not very helpful. And exercise, and a lot of my patients asked me, and there was a very nice um, meta-analysis um, published by Newcastle Group. And they looked at different types of exercises and what would help achieve the weight loss, what would help your fat, uh, liver to lose the fat. Mm -hmm. And they actually found that, to be honest, it doesn't really matter. Really? <laughs> yes, whether you do... High intensity, whether you do strengthening, whether you do um, low level, as long as you're doing exercise of some sort, that is really trying to renegotiate metabolism 
as you try to control it with the diet. But I've read in some places that you need to build muscles in right. order to kill the fat. True. So the um, so you have exercises like cycling, yeah, um, swimming and jogging. Uh, what the re- what research tells us that these combined with high intensity like strengthening exercises or mm-hmm. weightlifting, mm-hmm. should you like. So how many do I need to do, Doc? I really get this asked very often. Mm-hmm. Um, so 40 to 45 minutes, three times or four times a week, mm-hmm. cycling, jogging, to so low intensity, should you like. Um, and the high intensity one is eight to 12 repetitions. And that, again, you need to do about two to three um, times a, um, a week. You both combine these. So one would help you to lose weight. And the other one would help you to strengthen the muscle. So you basically, as you lose weight, you lose the body fat, but not the body mass, if that Uh makes sense. uh So you build up your muscle. You encourage muscles to get the energy from the fat. Mm -hmm. So you combine the two. Doctor, I've come across people who um, either they want to lose weight for their own uh, to look good, as they put it. Mm. I hope I'm wrong. Or uh, it's for medical purposes. Yes. For some reason, the doctor gives them a diet and an exercise regime to follow, but for some reason, they cannot commit to it. Mm. So it's something psychological. Yes. How common is that? And how, how can this be helped? It's several factors. Social, medical, as well as genetic factors. We, we, we have discussed this um, uh, earlier on. If you find yourself very committed even then you have to be very much aware of that there will come a plateau phase. And this is where your body genetics are trying to fight it. That no, we're not going to lose you, your weight and your calories. And you really need to understand the whole process. And this is what I explained to my patient. And to be honest, I think the information out there isn't full. We, we tell them, if you do this, you will lose this much. The brain get focused to the outcomes. The brain needs to get focused to the journey. Sure. And there's a difference. And, and that makes the whole lot of difference. The, the first ad that comes up is lose 20 kilos in 10 days. Well, why? What's the need? <laughs> How can you decide that I need to lose 20 kilos in 10 days? That's But this is about unfortunately selling business mm-hmm. not health now uh, dr farouk here has a very very busy clinic and he has to leave us but next time he'll be joining us to answer any of your questions that you may have regarding weight loss please if you have any questions feel free to send us through our social media pages facebook instagram and linkedin until next time this is the wellness dive with lucky